Hello everyone, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University, and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week we talk about how to love ourselves, others, and higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. So Valentine's is here, and Jonathan, my producer, I know you're very curious about what's going on. What's on your mind these days? Yeah, so it's a new year, uh, and people are trying to find love, and I know that we have a very important uh, program coming up soon. Yes, uh, Jonathan. Actually, on February 10th at 7 o'clock, we're going to be at Porch Restaurant and Bar in the beautiful city of Corona de Mar having a love masquerade where people can meet each other, singles come wearing a certain mask with a different color based on their personality type. For example, people who are excitement seekers wear the color red. People who are knowledge seekers wear the color black. People who are security seekers wear the color white. And people who are meaning seekers wear the color blue. So each, each color represents a certain unique personality. And then after the night ends, people's masks come off and they maybe just find their soulmate. And I kind of like that too because it's like, the mask is pretty much hiding their face, so like you're more attracted to them as a person as opposed to like how they look like, in a sense. That's a great point, Jonathan, because we have in society what we call the dating masquerade, which means that people have on psychological masks. They try to impress each other. For example, the person who is introvert, they like to stay home a lot, acts like an extrovert. They like to go out for a period of time with their mate, but in reality, they're introverts. Once they live together and get married, they go back to their original state, and they're partner gets mad they said you're such a cost potato you used to go out with me all the time what changed in reality nothing changed they just became who they really were or it reveals who they really were by taking off the mask so we're going to reverse that we're going to actually have people wear real masks and deep inside we figure out their what we call love type their unique romantic style and then we're going to teach people how to find compatibility so for a lot of people my age it's really hard to find a compatible partner and you being the love doctor <laughs> um what can you do for someone like me, my age, or my demographic to help me or someone like me find a partner? Well, Jonathan, I'm going to broaden that out because it's not just your age, it's any age. People in their 30s, 40s, 50s, even older, have a hard time finding a compatible partner, a romantic partner, a long-term soulmate. Because again, we go by superficial characteristics. You know, maybe it could be attractiveness, physical, or it could be charm, which are fine. But we need to go into the depth of the person. And research shows that similarities often attract long-term and stay together much more than opposites. And that's something that we can talk about a little later in the show. But the most important thing we're going to learn on this night, this special night, is learning the four magic questions. And actually, based on my book, Love Types, there are four magic questions that people can ask each other to determine if they're compatible, and it gets to the core of their true values and true preferences. Now, Jonathan, would you like to learn those questions? Yes, it's uh, pretty interesting. Uh so if I remember correctly, there's four questions and they're all pretty cool. Yes, they are. You're a cool guy too. I can tell that you want to learn this, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Question number one, Jonathan, and I'm going to ask you individually, mm -hmm. what do you do for fun in your spare time? Uh, lately, playing music, making music, playing video games, just trying to be more social, I guess. Okay. Trying to be more social, but it sounds like you give more energy for your own thoughts. Yeah. Most of the time. And you're what we call the introvert personality. Introverts are people that like to spend time with a few close friends. Uh, thinking, writing, doing music, listening to music, and things like that. Uh, and then other people are extroverts. People like to go and socialize and party and do a lot of that as well. So sometimes we have opposites attract. Introverts get together with extroverts. And they can blend together or sometimes they can rub each other the wrong way. So that's an important question. So that way we look at what do you do for fun? Are you introvert or extrovert? Based on what they say. Question number two, Jonathan, is determined by if are you imaginative or practical? Jonathan, you just won $10 million in the lottery. What would you do with the money? Mm, probably 
you know, help my parents, you know, pay off the mortgage for the house, buy new cars because our cars are kind of old or and reinvest that money into myself, trying to, you know, do my own business kind of thing. So it's like I'm feeding that money back to myself and my family, if that makes sense. Yeah. So see, you sound like kind of a practical, feet of the ground kind of guy, what we call the sensory type, who is realistic and concrete. You might enjoy some of the beautiful things in life, like uh, fine wine, travel, mm-hmm. things like that. But you are definitely a, what we call concrete person. Now, the other kind of individual might say, I would take that money and go to the Himalayas and meditate. I would write the great American novel. I would start a dream business, a dog charity where dogs can come for a day and then spend time with people that want to rent them and they can have fun on the playground. Mm-hmm. That's more of the imaginative type. So they're more imaginative, creative, and they search for meaning. So you're a little more practical style. Uh, the other question, Jonathan, is to do with, are you a thinker or a feeler? Thinkers go by their head and making choices. Feelers go by their heart. The question is the movie question. What's your favorite movie and why do you like it, Jonathan? This is a really good one. Uh, I've been really like in the mood for Interstellar, which is a, a sci-fi space movie. And on the outside, it seems like, oh, it's just a normal space movie. But like at the core of it, it's all about like card and loving your family and stuff. Jonathan, you sound like you're a feeling male. Is that right? Yeah, I, I probably am. <laughs> okay. You cry sometimes? Uh, s- sometimes on rare occasions, but okay. on, uh, you know. uh, well, sometimes. But see, the feeling males, and by the way, that's the minority. That's about a third of the population, but they still exist. Are males who go by their heart, making choices. They're more sensitive and emotional. Uh, then we have the feeling uh, females, which is two thirds, and the one third of females are, are logical. They're actually the opposite. You know, they're more straightforward and they cut through the chase. Now, a logical person, a thinker, would say, "I like the movie because of the special effects." Or so that's a whole different way of looking at the movie. And it's very important because thinkers often get together with feelers in relationships. But the key is to speak in their language. So you would want a woman, let's say, that understands your emotions at times. And they can cater to that as opposed to just being maybe a little critical, even sarcastic. Now, do you like sarcasm, Jonathan? Oh, I love it. <laughs> you love it. But if you're really a feeler, it might hurt at times if it gets too deep. Yeah. It can be critical. And you know, people like you, the feelers, whether male or female, they like romance, you know, walks along the beach, uh, sweet words of affirmation. You may have heard of the four love languages. Have you heard of that book, Jonathan? It's written by the one and only Dr. Villa. No, that, not that one. <laughs> the, uh, love ties is the other one. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> okay. This is by uh, Gary Chapman, and his idea is that people have different ways they like to receive love. For example, some people like words of affirmation, like honey, sweetheart, that was wonderful. Others like physical touch, whether it's romance or sex. Others like acts of service, like you know, help them fix their car or you know, go shopping for them. Other people like time, other people like things like that. So the feeler likes things related to emotional feeling, feeling the connection. Logical people like Woody repartee, like to debate, they like to maybe participate in competitive fun games, and that is what excites them. So there's a whole different way of looking at the world, thinker versus feeler. And finally, Jonathan, there is the question, are you structured or spontaneous? And the question, the way to find that out is to ask you, let's go to Vegas tomorrow, Jonathan. I know you got to work. Would you go next day? Um, is it before or after my shift? That's also a pretty important Well, question. we'll figure that one out, but generally you're, you're working though. You, so it's before your shift. So what are you going to do? I'll probably be like, uh, I'll take a rain check. <laughs> okay. I see. So you like to go, but, uh, your planner schedule or instrumentality takes over. Yeah. Okay. I'm already structured. You know, that okay. makes sense. So you're structured. Okay. Now the spontaneous person will say, Hey, my bags are packed. I'm ready to go to Vegas right now. And I'll call in sick if I need to. <laughs> Now, some people might say that's irresponsible, but for the spontaneous person, that's just their style, mm-hmm. and they can work things out and uh, make it work. 
because they want to be flexible and enjoy life in a spontaneous way. So Jonathan, those are the four magic questions. I'll repeat them to you again. What do you do for fun in your spare time? The first two, are you introvert or extrovert? Mm -hmm. What would you do if you won $10 million? It indicates whether you're practical or imaginative. How you use the money. The practical people would save and invest and even travel, enjoy the sensory pleasures. Imagine people would create a business, an invention, something you are unique. The thinker versus feeler is the movie question. Why do you like the movie? In your case, you said it was looked like a technical movie, but underneath it was a lot of heart, right? It's family. Yeah. It's, it's love. So you're the feeler. And then finally, the Vegas question is, are you structured or spontaneous? Would you take off the next day? So Jonathan, shall I tell you what your love type is? Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm I think I'm ready. Okay. You are the caretaker personality, which is uh, very special in males. You might be a home dad to stay home with the baby while your wife works. Mm. I don't know if you ever pictured it that way. Uh, not yet, but I can see myself doing that in, in maybe a couple of years. Wow, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, you're ready for that baby uh, pretty soon, huh? <laughs> a couple of years. But see, you will stay home. You might do your technical. I know you have a studio and you do a lot of production things, but you might want to stay home and take care of the kid. Yeah. And she works. So you're fine with that because you love family, right? Yeah. Caretakers are very responsible, dependable, reliable, uh, traditional kind of people. And they are what we call security seekers mm -hmm. because they are reliable, they're on time, and they like that in a relationship. They want to feel secure. Mm -hmm. So, Jonathan, on that night, February 10th, 7 o'clock at Port's Restaurant, you're going to wear the mask color white because mm -hmm. okay, you're a security seeker. Yeah. And you actually are very good for marriage. Actually, you're one of the top three for marriage long-term relationships. Did you know that? I did not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you're the type of person that likes marriage. You like the, the tradition of it, the structure of it, and the security of it. Now, other types are, we have like meaning seeker types, for example, that are more into psychology, philosophy, and spirituality. They're kind of the artistic types. I think you, at one point you thought you were one of those. Uh, maybe, do you have some of that too, meaning seeker? A little bit in me, yeah. For sure. A little bit. Okay, I know you said you're a spiritual person. And sometimes we have like one strong preference uh, a type, and then we have a secondary type. So you might be... The security seeker would be your primary, which is the white mask. And then you might have the blue mask, which is a meaning seeker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have the excitement seekers, right, which wear the red mask. They want to go out and bungee jump and party all night, go to the casinos, have a lot of fun, dance all night long, socialize with people. And then finally, we have the, the knowledge seekers, people that are kind of brainy and scientific. You can say like Elon Musk or Iron Man. And people like that like to innovate. They're very into technology and science. Now, I feel like you have a little bit of that too, Jonathan. I mean, I'm a, I am a producer, right? So I feel like you kind of like need to have like a technical kind of mind for that kind of position. Yes, you know you what do. I mean? Yes, you do. But could you be away from people all your life if you did that kind of work and not have relationships? Oh, I mean, I would want to like feel some kind of like emotional bond or connection for sure. Right. With the yeah. people you work with, the people you care about. Yeah. Like at my, you know, for my day job, I'm a technical technician, right? And one of the reasons why I like it a lot is the, the coworkers I have. Like we're all like a little family. Yes, exactly. And I feel we're a little family. You and I and Love University, uh -huh. the th stuff we do, and the team that we built. So that's a very beautiful way to look at things. So uh, on camera, we pretty much found out that I'm more of an introvert type of person. Do you think you know for someone like me, like opposites attract? Like I can be with an extrovert, or maybe I should be with another you know introvert person. Well, interestingly enough, in love types, we often say that opposites. May attract initially, but long-term similarities stay together. In the four love types, uh, letters, for example, the introvert, extrovert dimension, the thinker-feeler, the imaginative versus practical, and the structure versus spontaneous, 
Of all those four dimensions, the most important to be similar is the imaginative versus practical. Imaginative people like to talk about spirituality and psychology and philosophy. Practical people talk to talk about investment, current events, savings, and uh, even enjoying things that they can see, taste, and touch. So sometimes that can be a difficult thing when one is practical and one is imaginative. The practical person says to the imaginative person, once you get off that couch, you're meditating all day. You know, you don't, you're not doing anything. And the other person says, the imaginative, imaginative person says, I'm elevating my aura to a higher point of spiritual awareness. And then the practical person says, once you elevate yourself off the, ca- the couch and take out the trash, you know, we'll do something. <laughs> so in that sense, it is important to be similar. But in reality, many times we see opposites initially are attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I always mention the idea that the one place where we often see opposites attract the most is in the movies. Yeah. You ever see these romantic movies that are kind of a little bit uh, far out? Uh, she's like a Harvard sociologist uh, that comes into the hood, and he's a homie from the hood, and they kind of fall in love, and the bullets fly, she gets hit, he saves her life. Very uh, Romeo and Juliet kind of has that. Romeo and Juliet part two, right? That's, yeah. There was a, a modern version of that, yeah. uh, I think. And then uh, at the end, they get married, but in reality, will they stay married long term? They're so different. Yeah. Chances are, it might be very difficult, the different educational values and, and you know many different factors. So similarities often do the best long-term. But if you're in a relationship where you're opposites, it's actually important that you respect each other's style. So let's say, Jonathan, you find an extrovert woman. Now, by the way, this can be challenging because female extroverts and male introverts have the most problems in chores, finances, communication, and sex. Because what happens is that she's the one that talks a lot, right? She's like in verbal command, you're very quiet. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if you've ever had that situation. Yeah, uh, I've had it. Before. You've had it. So what happens is that if she doesn't respect you, she's going to think you're a wuss, right, or other wimp, or you know, other. You know, I'm ma- trying to keep the podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, other bad terms that males you don't have the male essence, right? You're not a masculine, yeah. and if you don't respect her style, you're going to think she's a another word that I probably can't say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dominant, overbearing, and other things. Yeah, uh, and unfortunately, that happens, and they start to attack each other in a negative way. However. That relationship can work. Two introverts can work because they can be quiet together, relax, and enjoy each other's company. Two extroverts can go out and party. Introvert extroverts can actually help each other balance out. The extrovert person can take you out of the house, right? Introduce you to people and socialize you. And you can help them calm down, right? Have a you know, night in the house. But again, it has to do with respect. Yeah. You have to respect if she's a female extrovert that she might want to go out and have a girl's night out. You might have to be okay with that. And then she lets you have your quiet times as well in. Now, could you handle that, Jonathan? I think so. I feel like it's going to be like a bit of compromise, like, you know, give and take and, you know, scheduling and stuff like that. So, honey, I'm going out tonight. My girlfriend's in Vegas. We'll see you in, a, in 10 weeks. Yikes. But okay. Is that going to work or not? I'll be like, dang, that sucks, but I love you, so I'll make it. Oh, I don't know about that. That's a, that's a far-fetched <laughs> example. Okay. But maybe go out with a, uh, some girlfriends to a movie or something. You know, do something like that. Yeah. You're cool with that. Yeah, that's fine. As an introvert. Yeah. And then she, you can send her, honey, can we stay in tonight and watch uh, Netflix part three, you know, the series we're watching? Yeah. Uh, Geeks, uh, you know, Geeks to Take America or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that would be cool too, right? If she yeah. agreed to that. So that's the idea. So we're going to have a lot of fun on this, this night, this uh, Valentine's Love Masquerade, where people come in, singles, Want to meet someone compatible single? Also, couples as well are welcome. We're going to have a delicious Persian buffet, all you can eat as well, as part of a package you can uh, purchase online. Uh, by the way, it's on eventbrite.com and it's called Find Your Soulmate at the Dating Masquerade. 
here in Corona, California. Porch, restaurant, and bar. So, uh, yeah, so I've heard like a lot of people are asking, what's the secrets of compatibility? Well, they're asking because this is an important question. As I mentioned earlier, the dating masquerade in the real world has people putting on psychological masks, and they're not really themselves. So the secret of compatibility is to initially, before you fall in love, identify a compatible partner by asking the four magic questions, by going through the true personality type. And by the way, like I said, oftentimes, similar types do better. For example, meaning seekers, they're imaginative and emotional. They do better together long term. Knowledge seekers are imaginative and logical. They do better. Security seekers, like yourself, Jonathan, practical and structured. They often do great in long-term relationships. And excitement seekers, spontaneous and also practical or sensory, they do very well as well. So again, you want to identify from the very beginning, before you fall in love with someone because of charmingness or attractiveness, external characteristics, fall in love with the internal side of them, their personality, their values, their goals, who they really are. And then at the love masquerade, at the end of the night, the mask comes off, and then you can see if you have that, the chemistry, as we know, is, is important as well. So you have both elements, compatibility from the inside out, chemistry from the outside in, and then it can become a love match. Jonathan, do you have your mask ready? Hey, Dr. Avila, I just found this mask around the studio. What do you think? Well, Jonathan, I think you look fabulous. In fact, that's the exact mask you need to wear, a white mask for a security seeker. So imagine a lot of eligible and really smart and attractive singles walk in to Porsche restaurant looking to find possibly a compatible soulmate. They take a personality quiz online. They come to us, give them a mask, and they enter. And we're going to also have entertainment. We're going to have some special surprise, musical surprises, uh, some performances, and a delicious Persian buffet. Now, this is something you would like, I think, Jonathan. All you can eat, things like kubideh, if you know what that is. Cirque no Sultani, <laughs> you know, all kinds of delicious uh, ground beef and chicken and yeah. pasta, whatever you want. And then, of course, people will mingle and the night will go on, starting at 7 p.m. sharp at the Love Masquerade. Are you ready, Jonathan? I'm pretty ready. What about you? <laughs> I'm always ready, right? I'm Dr. Alex Avila. This is Love University. If you want to be on our show in the future or if you have a show idea, if you want to comment on today's show, you can contact us at 310-226-8090. Also, loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. Visit us on loveuniversity.love. You can download the podcast we have every week, Love University, on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also connect with us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast, on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. So until next time, this is Dr. Alex Avila. A few days remain until the Love Masquerade. Go to eventbrite.com, get your tickets while they last. We actually have very few tickets left. We're, we're excited to have everyone there. So it's time now. Put away your notebook, your iPads, your phones. This is Dr. Avila. Love University class is now dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>